There's a certain type of healing that takes place when women come together. When vulnerability meets vulnerability and recognizes itself and steps outside of itself and takes a good look. I see you and I bless you in the name of women. for tuning in to In The Now. I'm Delina. And I'm Fee. Thank you so much for listening. We are In The Now in the name of women. Um, And Felicia came up with the idea to discuss the troubles of being a creative, calling it troubled creatives. Yes. (laughs) Troubled creatives. You know, it's, it's crazy how being a creative person sometimes can be very stressful and sometimes can feel like a negative thing or feel like a bad thing. It's like, because you're creative, you have all of these different ideas that pop into your head twice a day. You want to do 50 things at one time. You know, you have the opposite issue from people who like don't have any passions in life. Mm, It's almost like, damn, like I have too many I can't focus on one thing. I can't get anything finished. I start seven things a year and then I don't finish and I'm like quickly on to something else. That's me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So that's what we want to talk about today. Those are the troubles of the creatives. So starting with what she said about having several things going and not being able to finish it because the thing is like sometimes it's hard to get inspired so like when you get that inspiration Mm -hmm. you want to just take a hold of it and go as far as you can but then like you get inspired by something else and you're like following all these okay well I'm gonna get back to this I'm gonna get back to that at least that's how it is for me so like guys I do poetry um I like to write stories you know I like to sing like there's things that I'm into and that I'll be like okay I'm gonna put at least a year dedicated to just this one thing and then it may not be going as well as I had foresaw it going. Foresaw, okay. Mm, um, <laughs> and so then I get an idea for something else. And it's like, okay, well, you were moving slow anyway, so I'm going to come back to you. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't popping off the way that you And you know what I think is really intermingled in that? Mm-hmm. I think intermingled in that is a lot of doubt. Yeah. Um, and sometimes with us creatives, I think that what is at the bottom of that is we're always trying to figure out how can we make money and live off of this. So when that doesn't pop off for us, it's like, okay, on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And I posted on Facebook this morning, self-discipline is self-love. Thank you, Will Smith. That was from Will Smith. So I was watching one of his little motivational YouTube videos and he was talking about being disciplined. Mm -hmm. And that really comes into play with us. Discipline, but not just discipline. So I'm going to add to what he said, patience. Because our minds aren't patient with our thoughts, like they'll just keep popping up, we'll keep, they'll keep happening, they'll keep happening. We sometimes don't have enough patience to really watch that thing flourish and let that thing bloom. Mm. Like we don't have enough patience with ourselves. Like we have to do everything right now. And it's just like, and if we don't get results from these five things we just tried simultaneously, then we're going to move on to the next set of things. And what we're really trying to get to is making a living. Now, how that looks for you is going to be different, whether it's monetary, whatever. But we're trying to get to making a living. And so it makes it really urgent for us to to have to do it right this second. And it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, 
that ain't making me money. Okay, on to thing number two. Oh, that's not making me money. It's like you've only been doing it for two weeks. No, it's not making any money. <laughs> right? It's not. You've only been doing those five things for two weeks, and like you're doing five things, so nothing's getting a hundred percent of your energy. See, but the thing is that I've learned. Um, well, that I learned from an interview with Russell. Hey, Russell. Russell Simmons. I know, I know. On, I'm just, um, I'm gonna speak it up. Like we're gonna be friends one day. This we podcast are. is gonna blow up, and then we're gonna be interviewed by Russell Simmons. So, hey, friend. I just didn't know. Like we're still. I think they canceled Russell Simmons. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Everyone loves. <laughs> I was Russell just Simmons. like, ooh, should I'm I bring it up? Our greatness into existence. <laughs> hey, hey, should I bring Russell. it up? Right. So anyway, um, oh, we need to do a show about that. Sorry. So yeah, he see, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he was on the Breakfast Club just saying how like creatives, like our happy space is in the work of us creating. So we need to keep chasing the feeling that we get while we're creating instead of chasing the outcome of the yes, creation. Yes, 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 yes. And that way, like, we can still stay engaged with this thing we're doing because we're not ba- we're not basing it off the results that we're expecting to get. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so yeah. I think if if we could even discipline ourselves to just be more interested in, in the feeling, you know, mm-hmm. just be happy because though that energy is going to come back to you, you know. Mm-hmm. If we can just chase that feeling, then we could probably stay... I don't know, creatively satisfied, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so, and then it, and it will it will turn into something, you yeah. know. That's personally, what I, I feel like that's like that's probably because it's like spirit and rea- and spirit and our 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 it's spirit and our reality that we've created. Mm-hmm. They're combating with each other because spiritually and by nature, you're a creative person and you want to do this, you want to do this, you want to do right. this, you want to do this, and you need to do it. You need to be creative, but. Our, our physical reality that we created for ourselves is there always has to be some kind of reward. Mm. There has to be something at the end. You know what I mean? Right. So it's sometimes because we're in that, the shallowness of our reality, we're always trying to do it for a reason, for a reason, for a reason. But it's almost like we talk ourselves into it because yeah. we know that as creatives, realistically, we're going to do that no matter what. We might complain <laughs> about it. We might say, I'm not doing this anymore because I'm not getting paid. Right. You can say that if you want to, but a, a true creative and passionate person, you're going to find a way, mm-hmm. even if you don't realize it, to be doing the thing that you're creative and passionate about. So your spirit and your nature doesn't care about that. Right. It's your mind that starts like, no, but there has to be some reward. There has to be some money at the end of this rainbow. There has to be a pot of gold at the end of this rainbow. When realistically, like you said, that doesn't need to be your focus because it takes the focus off of what you're creating and why you're creating. Do you think that's a I can't be wrong thing? Like, you know, me following this voice, I have to prove that me me doing this was the right thing to do, you know, because I put so much on the line for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, for somebody who okay like me like you know I would I really want to write I would like to get into it full time you know you have some people out there who are just like d- diving off the deep end like I'm going to quit my job I'm going to follow what it is that I love to do mm-hmm. and so like this thing that you love to do you're putting expectation on it because you're like I have to prove that it was worth me following yeah yeah, yeah. I think for me I think that's people faking their purpose mm-hmm. faking the purpose and it's a net sometimes it's necessary because we have to like the reason that you write is because you like to write. Right. You like to write. You like to write so much now that you're like, hey, I have to live in this freaking world. And I have to pay for this apartment. So 
I don't want to have to go to this job every day when I really like to write and I'm really good at it. And it, the job is taking up too much of my time and too much of my energy. How can I make this a living so right. that I can spend more time doing this? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you have created this like necessary evil for yourself. You know what I mean? Like it's now your purpose is like, how can I make a living off of this one? Really? The reason, like, you really just like to write, whether it's purposeful or not. Right. Like, when you really go into yourself, you just like doing that. Mm -hmm. You you get what I'm saying? Right. So, I think it's that. I think it's it's the purpose. I think the purpose, and we kind of, some of it, I mean, it really is necessary. Mm -hmm. Like, I love to work with children. I love to help people. I like to motivate people. But it's like, okay, for me to really be able to do this all day, I need lights. And I need internet to right. use my computer. Yeah. And bills have to get paid. So now I have to change or finagle my purpose a little bit so that my purpose is to make a living doing what I'm wanting to do. Sure. When innately, me being able to do it is just purpose enough for me. Right. Yeah. But you know what, too? Like, that puts, for me, it puts pressure on it. And that makes me creatively, mm -hmm. I get stuck because yeah. I have too much pressure on me. Yeah. Like, there's times, I, I remember there was a time I went a year without writing anything. I just mm -hmm. couldn't. I wasn't in a creative space. And me, I know when I'm not in that space and I try to do it, then it becomes, and it's forced and it's not genuine and I don't like it. Even though I know, like, eventually if I just stay, stay disciplined and just keep at it, you know, eventually I will maybe write myself into this space. Yeah. And even though, like... Also, some of the stuff that I write that I come up with, come up with, I'm like, oh, this is trash. But other people reading, they're like, oh, what are you talking about? This is really, really good. You know what I mean? And so, and that further reiterates, like, okay, just just stay with it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you might be able to get something out of this. You might not have to put 40 hours a week into a place when you can yeah. be dedicated to your craft. Yeah. I don't think anything is going to be able to blossom fully if there's a lot of doubt there. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that's why some people, you know, just practice that and you hear that, like, do your passion because of your passion. Like, don't do it for monetary reasons. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yes, try. And that's a balance that you have to get to. I'm going right. to try to orchestrate this in a way that it can make money for me, but I can't let that be my purpose because then it stifles. Just like you said, it just gets like, it's now it's stressful. Exactly. You know what I mean? Now it's stressful because now you're trying to be more so on like the business aspect of it than you are on the creative aspect mm -hmm. of it so it's just like keeping that balance and like keeping yourself in a space where you're doing it because you love doing it right. and essentially your love and your energy that's what's going to make money off of it right. you know what I mean because you're putting that energy out there and then other people are going to love it you put too much love and energy into it for it not to like translate that way mm -hmm. but it's hard it's it's really hard like when you're a creative person because it's just like that just like I said you gotta like lights have to stay on Bills got to get paid. Right. And then how many of us, at least I know I have, probably done this about four or five times in my life, just been like, you know what, forget it. It's not going to work. This is it. That's not what I'm supposed to do because it's not, you know, happening mm -hmm. the way I thought it was going to happen. So let me just try to live this corporate America life and be happy like everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're miserable. No, because that even sounds depressing. <laughs> <laughs> You're just saying that sounds depressing. It sounds like all my nightmares. It's like, right. oh my God, I had the worst dream ever. I haven't been at a company for 18 years. Working for somebody else in a cubicle. It was awful. You know? I'm sorry to people. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Um, it, this is a show about creatives, so I don't care. The creatives, we don't like that. It sounds but depressing. For them, for our lives, it'll probably be like depressing to them. Like, wait, so you don't have any stability? Like, you're just. I know. Like, what do you, who needs stability? What the heck? 
what the heck you know and it's just like yeah I can get caught up with that like stability let me stop hopping from job to job and doing this and taking breaks trying to make my company work I mean I could do that but you know what I have to think about is at the end of life at the end of life what was important to me for real you know mm -hmm. at the end of life like I mean at the end of life like when you were on the bed on your way out what was important are you gonna be like man my life was so stable Oh man, my life. I'm so glad my life was so neat and stable and black and white. No, Absolutely. no, you're not going to feel like that. You're going to feel like, man, you know, all that's going to matter are the people and the things that you loved and the people and things that loved you. That's it. Exactly. However, whatever that looks like for you, that's the only thing that's going to matter. You're not going to be on your way out like, man, I'm so glad I stuck that. I stuck at that job for 20 years. I'm right. so glad I stayed there. You know what I mean? But you might be like, you know what? I lived a good life. Like, I took risks. I did this. I tried all this stuff. None of that shit worked out for me. Right. And now I'm here, and I'm on my way out. But guess what? Not, like, I lived. Not sure. I did it my way. I lived. And I'm not saying, don't take this. I'm not saying, don't be stable. I'm not saying, jump from job to job. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is is it's okay to do those things. It's okay for the stability not to be your main. Right. You know, your main focus. Yes, we want to get to a place where what we love to do, we're stable in that. But life is about more than, like, corporate stability, I guess. Right. I want mental, emotional, spiritual stability. All of that. You know what I mean? Not, not like, oh, I just, this is stable for me because I've been here for 20 years and I hated it every step of the way, but it was so stable. You know, that just, that doesn't, that's really, really, really depressing. And to be honest with you, and I know this is going to sound so, like, childish, whatever, I was thinking of Cinderella when Brandy was on there, mm -hmm, her and, mm -hmm. her and um, Whitney, and Whitney was singing that song, like, don't listen to sensible people. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I'm starting to feel that way because, like, when I talk about the things that I want to do that I'm interested in, that I'm about to put my energy and focus into, people are like, you want to do what? You know, like, what? You're picking up and moving again? You're about to, you know... You about to quit a job and move somewhere? It was the last time I quit my job and just came. And they're like, they, it's such, their fears are trying, they're trying to project yeah, their fears onto that's me. That's all that is. That's all that and is. And so I have to talk to, speak with them in a space that I'm like, okay, you're scared. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't have to entertain that at all. True. You don't. Like, it's not your responsibility to explain yourself explain your rationale your logic your lack of to right. other people it's not like let them have their little opinion and just <laughs> <laughs> but you know and what? walk and whistle about your way right one of my favorite quotes is let the world say you are crazy and then you are free to do what you want because they're like oh that's just crazy Delaney yeah. always doing something she got a bit you know but meanwhile you're happy yeah you know but why do we do like we do we'll feel the need to be like no 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 but this makes sense because blah blah like we will feel the need to sit there and entertain those people and try to like like convince them right. that what we're thinking is right and blah blah and it's just like why yeah why why do we feel the need to try to explain how we want to live our lives to other people you know it's like it's but I think what now that I'm saying it is because we naturally have those fears it just doesn't stop us from doing what we want yeah. to do so it's almost like us stopping to entertain that conversation is us really kind of talking to ourselves Sure. You know what I mean? And if we can kind of change their mind and get conversation confirmation, it might make us feel okay, better. I'm right. Okay, I am right. No, you're right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's what you want to do. That's what mm -hmm. you feel like doing. We have those self-doubts. That's why we entertain it when other people do it to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. But that it ain't real. Sense. 
Um, well, I also wanted to bring up the fact when it comes to trouble creators, uh, being in a space where you're having a hard time being creative. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you combat that? Like, what do you do? Um, when I'm having a hard time being creative. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. Mm, I'm trying to think of what a time when I felt like I had a hard time being creative. And it's not that I haven't had one. It's just mm-hmm. that I do so many different things right. that I, like, it probably never registered for me. Because but I probably was just having a hard time being creative over here, and then I just switched to this right. other thing. I do that, too. <laughs> I'm guilty of that. <laughs> I'm guilty of that. I don't know. I think, well, I guess what I would maybe say to somebody if they were having a hard time um, being creative is engulf yourself with that thing more. Sometimes we're hard. Sometimes, oh yes, I have had a hard time with this before dancing. So I'm a choreographer. I, I come from a dance company. I come from a dance background, and I remember getting in times where I'm just trying to come up with choreography, and I just have that block, like it's just not coming to me. But I noticed the reason that I got in that space is because. I change my environment and I'm not around that culture anymore. Mm. So that energy is not pouring into me, sharpening me, feeding me. It's not doing that. Like I've been kind of like I've been isolated mm-hmm. in that area. So I know like <coughs> I need to start doing something. If I can't physically get to a dance, like I need to physically get to a dance class. Right. Right. Because that just helps my energy. You know, mm-hmm. iron sharpens iron. So I have to get to a dance class. I sit there and I scroll choreography to choreography videos on YouTube. Because our art and our passion, our creativity, it's always like duplicating, replicating, Mm. transferring and all of that stuff. So the more that you're around something, the more it's feeding into you. And now that I'm saying, I think that that's probably now that I'm thinking about a few other people who have had issues with that, that has been around that time where they remove themselves from the culture of that thing. Hmm. So now I'm like, okay, I've been engulfed in just working my corporate job I haven't had a rehearsal in a while I haven't talked to like any of my dance friends in a while I haven't you know what I mean so now I'm trying to get in that space and it's just not working for me mm-hmm. because something else has taken over I see um one thing for me like sorry you got it yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's been chilling right there it's a little fly in here okay So one thing that works for me, or I've been trying at least, because like with my writing or whatever, like I I do, like I said, spoken word stuff. So I will get on YouTube, listen to some spoken word poems. Um, I have Mm -hmm. like people like Raina Biddy downloaded in my iTunes, who I try to listen to, draw some inspiration from. But for me, like I, at least when I was younger, when I first started off writing, which I was like eight years old, Mm -hmm. I didn't have to do that. Something would just come to me and I would- Because you were a child. You're, you're in the most wild creative space that you ever could be in. Mm. Your child. That's why. Okay. Because, it, like, now it, it discourages me. So I'm like, man, maybe I'm not a writer. Maybe I just got lucky and wrote a few good pieces. And Since that you was were it. eight. <laughs> <laughs> no. I had a 20-year streak of luck. <laughs> of luck for 20 years. I've just been so lucky. <laughs> No, it's just we get further and further away from that place because mm-hmm. as a child, we don't have any of the other stresses right. that are, that type of energy has to compete with or fight with. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, okay, now you might find it hard to write 
Okay, but what else is going on around you? Have you sat down and wrote in a while since like you've been working your corporate job every day or, you know, somebody's having issues with a friend or a spouse or, you know what I mean? Like you got all these other stressors (laughs) that are not allowing your mind the space that it needs that ease Mm -hmm. for the creativity to flow. And a lot of times that's what it is. You have that blockage because there's other stressors happening that's pulling the energy. Mm. So now your energy is like being split into different channels and you're having a hard time trying to hone in on one thing, but it's because all these other things are borrowing that energy. Right. When you're a child, you don't have that shit. Yes, that stuff used to just come naturally to me. And now I'm like, listen, if you were doing this for a living, you would be starving right now. <laughs> you have it written. not be getting paid. <laughs> You'd probably be getting fired. Right. <laughs> But yeah, that's 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 a, a worry of mine too. Like, um, but again, just me, I can't listen to that because I feel so strongly mm-hmm. about this thing that I want to do. That it's just like whatever, I'm gonna do it and see how it goes. You yeah. know, I I don't. I always say maybe I'm just too nosy, but I have to find out what happens. Yeah, you know, I don't want to just regret it. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. just be like, man, I should have done this. I that's mm-hmm. one of the worst feelings. Yeah. Yeah, I should have done. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather be like, "Well, I did it, and you know, yeah. it didn't go well, whatever." But yeah. I don't. I, I'm never gonna be in a place where I just don't want to. That's what's up. Maybe I'm nosy. Like I have to find out what's about to happen. <laughs> I mean, this is life. It's an experience. It's a ride. I gotta. I'm trying to see it all. Like, mm-hmm. so what's about to happen? You know. I think that's something really powerful in itself. Like having creative block in itself is is a powerful thing is like something substantial mm-hmm. because it's just like if you what am I trying to say I'm trying to articulate this correctly it's like the fact that you're noticing there's even a problem is something mm-hmm. you know what I mean the fact that it's bothering you like right. it's it's one thing like like okay like how you were saying am I not meant to do this thing am I not meant to write maybe this isn't for me blah 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 if that was really true you wouldn't even notice that you weren't <laughs> You would just be terrible at it, yeah. It just wouldn't even cross your mind. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It would really be something that you just do whenever you felt like it. And when you didn't, you just didn't. That's true. You know what I mean? The fact that you're like, why isn't this coming to me? Why isn't this (laughs) happening? What do I need to do? Why is it the the frustration is even, you know what I mean? Indicative. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, that regret thing, none of us want to feel like that, you know? None of us. But it's like, we have to learn how to like, be in the moment, in the now, right? We have to learn how to be <laughs> in the now, right? And just be in the moment because the fear of things in the future is what is going to keep us from getting that thing. Like, I'm so scared about how shit's going to work out in the future that that itself is taking up a percentage of my energy. Just the fear. Right. Right. And two emotions, two opposing emotions cannot exist in the same space at the same time. So I cannot be fearful and eager at the same moment. One is taking over. Mm -hmm. So if I'm fearful right now, that's actually taking a percentage of my energy. Okay. The next second I'm like motivated and happy. Okay. That took a little bit of it. Okay. And now I'm like writing. Okay. So in a few seconds, I just divvied up my energy energy, that I had. You know what I mean? So just... That I feel like that's the practice with with creatives. Just taking away the fear, taking mm-hmm. away the fear. That it adds so much stress, so much anxiety. I don't care if it's fear of money, 
fear of wasting your life, fear of something not working out, fear of it not being popular, whatever it is, that fear takes up a percentage of the energy that you could be using right. for your actual craft. And in turn, you're sabotaging yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, in just in all areas of life, though, fear will hold you back. Mm-hmm. Even like me making this move, I'm not going to lie. I, I asked Felicia for her opinion, but I kind of already knew that I wanted to go. <laughs> yeah. The confirmations that we're always looking for. Yeah. And, and I still have my fears about going, but because I have to follow my heart, I have to be true to it. Mm-hmm. I would hate to feel the results of not listening to my heart. Yeah. I would hate to break my own heart. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was watching... Um, a super soul session with Oprah. I don't remember who the lady was, but she was saying that, you know, when you don't, the worst thing that someone else betraying you is you betraying yourself. Definitely. And you betray yourself by making compromises that mm-hmm. are not beneficial to you mm-hmm. um, or not true to who you are. So where yeah. when you walk away, you're feeling like defeated. Like, why did I do that? Yeah. And gypped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and I, and I don't know if that's just a creative thing or what, but we we have to follow our hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I refuse to to feel to be to live a life where my heart isn't talking to me anymore. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. But at least you're going. Like, I mean, it's one thing to feel the fear, but it's another to let it stop you. Right. From doing it, you know what I mean? Like, at least still get out there and do it. If you. It's hard. We have decades and years and generations of this learned behavior with our emotions, you know, and like fear is one of them. It's a learned behavior. It's in, it's impregnated itself mm-hmm. like into our daily psyche. So until you're able to get a grasp on that, it doesn't like be fearful. Just don't let it stop you from doing what you know. Let me ask you this. In light of recent events as far as um, Kate Spade committing suicide and then the reporter or the, no the food um, the chef was the he chef. a chef or something yeah. okay. uh, I don't remember I'm sorry I don't remember his name but um, both of them committed suicide mm-hmm. these are both creative individuals in their own right why is it that some creatives even when they still get like the the wealth or whatever the um, um, all the accolades that come with being a, a well known whatever painter whatever you are why are we still not happy well, there's a few things. Like, you don't know the depths of that. Right. Just because just because <coughs> this person is a chef or designer or whatever it is that they are, just because that is what they are professionally, one, that does not mean that's their actual passion. That's true. That could be something that they were very good at and something they were also a, passionate about enough to create a business mm. and create success out of. So that's one thing that you have to weigh. Was that that person's real passion? The other thing is, now let's go and say okay yes this was this person's passion okay (coughs) have they let some of the societal realities and false realities of the world overpower their initial passion Mm -hmm. because now with any level of success there's more expectation right so before where you were doing it out of love now you're doing it out of necessity and now you're doing it out of requirement and now you're doing it out of expectation Mm -hmm. you know what I mean has that changed your feelings towards that passionate place that you have for yourself you know what I mean and the other thing is I heard um 
Viola Davis was talking and this this to me was like life changing when I heard her speak about this. She was talking about a time <coughs> that she was so depressed, feeling down on herself, feeling insecure, um, having a lot of like self pity, going to work, coming home, locking herself in the room or whatever it was, <coughs> crying and just being down. And she's talking about all this in depth and then she speaks about the time frame and you realize she was in the middle of a movie of recording a, of taping a film like already in Hollywood already in, you know what I mean mm -hmm. and it's like to hear the first part of it and then have her place the like place it this, right yeah. mm -hmm. and I'm like man and so I'm sitting there listening and I'm same thing I'm like but how but how right. and so she was talking about and which made a lot of sense was she did not actually know what made her happy. She knew what she was thriving for. But what happened is when she got to a place and she thought happiness would like, oh, I love doing this. So happiness should look like getting a house. And I'm like paraphrasing some of this and like putting it in my own words, but happiness looks like a house or happiness looks like success. Having relationships with these other celebrities and successful people, having this big ass house, a nice ass car, not having to worry about bills. Mm. When that's not really what makes you happy in life, getting all of that is not still not going to make you happy. So she was like, she had all those things and realized she was not happy still. And that depressed her even more because she's like, why am I not happy? Now you're questioning guilt, doubt, all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. But she said that she had to get back to herself and realize what made her happy. And what made her happy was had nothing to do with glitz and glam and all that other stuff. So with people like Kate Spade and the and the I think he I'm I may be mistaken, I think he might have been a cook or a chef, and that's just from like Facebook has been my news on that. But with them, there's something that it, they weren't very happy. You know what I mean? They weren't very happy and you can look around and oh, this person has all these tangible things, but it always boils down to mental, emotional, spiritual. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There was something that they weren't at peace with and it had nothing to do with those other things so it it's it, I don't want to say that it, it's not I'm not trying to say that it's easy to get to that place but it's easier than people think mm. when it, you're equating happy spaces to physical things I see you know what I mean because they have nothing to do with the physical things that's why people can have so much and be the nastiest people be the meanest people be the saddest people be the most depressed people because that has nothing to do with the outside things it's something that was happening inside you know what I mean mm. And that it could be a number of those things. Some part of your dream like died and you didn't deal with it well. Some part of some dream you had for yourself died. Right. And you could not recover mentally or emotionally mm -hmm. from that, the death of that dream. Right. Yeah. Whether it had to do with family, whether it had to do with yourself, whether it had to do with your passions, whether it had to do with life. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's not what life... Life is not really about cars and houses and shit. You it's can't not. take none of that stuff with you. Mm -mm. And once you get it, and it's like, okay, now what? <laughs> now what? You yeah. know, it's going hell. How are you going to win when you ain't right within? Right. That's true. Now what? You got a big-ass house. You got a big-ass, you know, nice cars and stuff. But now what? What do those things mean? And I think... It's easy for us because, you know, some of us who are working nine to fives, paycheck to paycheck, just getting out the damn struggle is a happy place. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's all we can focus on right now. I ain't got time to be reflecting on my true happiness. Like, I'm just trying to get out the struggle. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And then I'll do it. Right. Okay, well, now you're out the struggle. You got a big ass house and nice cars. 
where are you at now? Right. Oh, now I have to think about what really makes me happy in life. And sometimes that's a hard place for people when you don't know. But if you find that place, it might get you out of your struggle. Yeah, I think that if you find that place, it will. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of when and if you're going to get there, who and what you have around you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's hard. It's hard because, you know, a lot of us passionate, creative, independent people will keep that stuff in. Right. That we're not happy. We have a lot going on. I have a lot going on. You go scroll through my social media, you think my life is popping. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's a lot of stuff going on in the background. Nobody has any idea. Right. And won't. You know what I'm saying? It'll just be in there until 10 years later. Hopefully it's a different, you know what I mean? scenario. But you don't know. You don't know. You know, it's hard. The whole situation is just real hard. But I think that it all stems from just that happiness, the search to be happy. Us creatives, it's so hard for us. It's so hard for us. So, I don't know. We just got to support each other. Support each other. And be, be, um compassionate with yourself and be patient with yourself and don't be hard on yourself yeah I've been having to slap my own wrist when it comes to the way that I speak to myself I'm mm-hmm. like why would you do that why mm-hmm. do you I, I talk like I'm talking about somebody else why would you talk to her like that <laughs> like, right yeah I know that's right you have to yeah you have to what do you think that wraps up today's session yeah yeah so yeah so let us know what you think let us know what you struggle with as a as a creative person as a passionate person it helps us it really helps us like especially like I just want to kind of switch the focus a little bit since we did talk about Kate Spade just that mental health it helps us to talk about things to Mm -hmm. like have somebody else to bounce it off of don't feel like you're burdening people it's hard I know but somebody out there will not feel burdened you might tell somebody and they might feel burdened that's just the reality but just if you need that, keep talking to people until mm-hmm. you find those people who will make it easy for you to talk to them. That's just the goal. You might run into those few who, who do, but you're going to find somebody who won't and somebody who will be there for you. So talk about it. Talk about your struggles. Talk about you know the difficulties. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you struggle with. Um, and then I, me, I just want to leave you with those words. Just be kind and patient and compassionate with yourself. And that's a wrap. Thank y'all. You're receiving, receiving